0: Your favorite cartoon characters will help you understand how drugs and alcohol can ruin your life. So watch the photo. Talk about it with your family.
1: to special presentation
2: with Mike and Ethan. Or, Elf will not be seen tonight.
1: Uh, we have a number. We have a number of uh, requirements that we ask of people who are guests on our show. Number one is that you have to have actually listened to the show. <laughs> but you know, we sometimes uh, we sometimes uh, don't require that. I don't believe that McGruff had listened to our show before <laughs> he came on. <laughs> But today we have a longtime fan who we are gra- grateful to finally have uh, the opportunity to join us. It's Matt Kelly of
3: Kitty Sneezes. Say hello, Matt. Tell us about yourself. Hi, guys. And and, and remember when you guys like talked about um, Marvin, baby of the year? Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> well, I'm sure it fuzz was. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's still our, one of our number one episodes. <laughs> But SinFest gave it some something to think about, didn't it?
2: Well, you know, uh, Marvin, you know, we can, we'll always ha- be able to say it's the first one we did. But <laughs> <laughs> well, Nothing-
1: I think we came out of the gate pretty well. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's most people's first introduction to Marvin. Because, <laughs>
1: you know. Yeah, because nobody has a newspaper anymore. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and even those that did usually skip over Marvin because it's not very good. <laughs> It's no,
2: not. no, it's it's not. Poor Tom Armstrong. He tries, but... No. Uh, Marvin
1: has mutated so much over the years, and it never stays the way it was. It's different now than it was ten years ago, and it was different then than it was ten years before. You know, it's not like Garfield, where he found his niche. Marvin has never known what he is. You now, I guess that's kind of like an actual baby, but...
0: So makes you
3: good? think. Uh, although I have to say, it has kept the general quality the same. Like, you read earlier Marvin strips and they're maybe a little bit better, but it's not much.
0: <laughs>
3: no. So there's no one who's all like, oh, Marvin really sold out. Yeah. <laughs> this was the golden age of Marvin, man. <laughs> it was really all about the poop jokes. Do they not do no, the no, poop jokes anymore? No, look at
1: the old ones? They didn't do the poop yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah.
3: It was just like baby Garfield, basically.
2: Yeah. Oh, and. <laughs> Well, I'm yeah, glad poop, that...
1: poop Jokes is where Marvin grew the beard. <laughs> yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well tonight we're actually uh we're not doing walk uh, walk Marvin off. surprisingly. <laughs> um we it does share the first two letters though. It does, yes. Um I think we're talking about uh the the Mad t- magazine
3: TV special. And um
1: Is that the official title?
3: Yes. <laughs> The Mad Magazine telev- TV special. <laughs> yes, very. But technically,
2: we have to point out that Mad, Mad Mad is not a comic, despite being a comic. No, it's a magazine.
3: How- <laughs> However, there actually was a Mad Magazine newspaper comic in the early two thousands.
1: Was there? They- I didn't know.
3: Yeah, there. It, it only lasted, uh, I think, thirty six Sundays. And it was a spy versus spy, but it was like kind of neutered, you know, no, eh. you know, no upper palates flying out of explosions. And <laughs> <laughs> that, is, like, <laughs> that is a that is a
1: spy versus spy trademark right up there with uh, Mike drawing uh, the de- de- the detached eyeball flying out of an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes.
3: <laughs> you gotta yeah, be true. Was, yeah, it, it was okay, though. It was by Duck Ed- Edwing who wrote like... Most of the post, you know, pro highest vs. the Spies anyway, and drawn by Dave Manak, who did a lot of the post, you know, the same same era of vs. Spy in Spy the magazine uh, up until Peter Cooper took it over and I want to say '97, 98 somewhere in there. hmm, okay, so mad. it
1: sounds to me like you're a uh, pretty knowledgeable about, the, about this whole mad magazine thing.
3: yeah, I, I was um, I as a kid. I collected mad and just absorbed everything possible about it. I I have a a complete run from about, ooh, 58, 57 or so to 98, give or take. Wow. Um, And I've got a bunch of the ones earlier than that, but uh, there's like a few more holes in there. And, yeah, I was just total... Hardcore nerd about it, so <laughs> so like I I've, I even like made like notes for this, including like a few things where I've like jotted down comparisons between the original and the thing that's in the special, and mm. so I'm I'm probably going to be completely insufferable about being all like, <laughs> well, I, actually. <laughs>
1: Matt is on camera, and he just pushed up his
3: glasses. (laughs) Well, you know, it's very important to do visual comedy in a podcast. (laughs) That's
1: what Mad Magazine
3: does.
2: (laughs) Now, um, well, that's good, because, I mean, it's good to actually have someone on who who knows the subject matter, you know?
0: I like Mad
1: Magazine, but Mm -hmm. I never really collected it as a kid. It It was something that I looked at because... The selection of magazines in our school library was very piddling. So I, I spent my uh, lunch period either reading Mad or reading
3: Games. Oh. Your games Magazine? Games was awesome, too. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Hmm.
0: <laughs>
3: but but of yeah. Games. <laughs> but yeah, I got into Mad when my my mom saved like three from her childhood. <laughs> so I'm I'm reading them and I'm going like. Oh, wow, this is interesting. Mom, what's Dr. Kildare? Oh, wow, this is interesting, you know. (laughs) So it's weird, because I have, like, this, like, really weirdly wide-spanning working pop culture knowledge from, like, you know, the late 50s through the 70s, even though I wasn't actually there for that.
0: Oh yeah, it's like how kids.
1: It's like how kids who grow up with Weird Al Yankovic now only you know they have this encyclopedic knowledge of the music of the '80s and '90s, even though they weren't there for
0: it.
3: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's you know. I mean, that's like it's the same thing. It's like the, this ni- nice little like time capsule kind of thing. You know, you can look at it and go not only know you know about Doctor Kildare or whatever, but also. What people were thinking about Doctor Kildare or whatever at the time.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I just ran into something that was sort of like that. I got kind of sucked into reading of all things old Incredible Hulk comics from the '90s, <laughs> and they were, and in each one, this was in like 1991, they were doing this thing on the the bullpen bulletin section called the Coolometer about uh, what was cool and uncool in the Marvel offices. And, you know, the cool thing was always something like, you know, (laughs) Wayne's World. And then, like, the uncool thing was, like, parodies of pregnant women on magazine covers. So, (laughs) you 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 know, they were as, you know, everything was so soaked in this very specific time in 1991. That it was like, have we should be putting these up in a
3: mausoleum. (laughs) (laughs) mausoleum too why not yeah that too (laughs) (laughs) give the dead people something to look at (laughs) how egyptian
2: so uh, i think probably my 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 feelings on mad were very similar to yours ethan because um i i read it you know, when I was younger, I didn't collect it, but like, I remember like when I first encountered it, I was so much of a nerd that I was like, mm, I shouldn't be reading this. Oh, I'm scared. Oh, I better call the police and turn myself in. Um But, you know, a little later in high school, I would go to the library and just, you know, get big stacks of it and just, you know, spend an afternoon there reading it. So, um, you know, cause you know, I think, you know, when you're in high school, that's the perfect age to read mad. That's when you really. You, you can appreciate it more, and also you're like, oh man, you know, the lighter side of hippies, they're, they're not afraid whose toes they step on,
3: so. You
1: learn a lot about history through reading MAD. I mean, MAD Magazine was the first place I ever heard about the moral majority.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, That was a favorite
1: yeah. uh, target of theirs, and for good reason too. <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, that's why I know who, you know, Reverend Donald Wildman is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: or Ed <Did> it- Meese. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I remember. It. Wow, what a that's that's a deep cut.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> they Ed Ed Meese uh, Ed Meese, the Moral Majority. This is turning into Bloom County now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I don't know. Did they ever talk about Casper Weinberger? Yes.
3: <laughs> they they even like I remember like like there was a. Um uh, one of the you know the the reprint specials that they did in like '92, where they reprinted a Casper Weinberger thing from '86 on the back cover. <laughs> oh my god! And I mean, I'm like, you know, me, I like, I probably I, at the time, I probably even had the issue it was from, so I was like, ha ha, they're really giving it to that Casper Weinberger, <laughs> you know, <laughs> even though I don't think the man had been relevant for like at least six years at that point, if not, like, <laughs> longer. <laughs> it's like, I wouldn't want to be Casper Weinberger right now. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Why would you want to be Casper Weinberger, honestly?
0: Why, uh, why would you want to
1: be anyone but yourself? You're great. Don't trade yourself well, for Casper
0: Weinberger.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's true. I guess true, it wasn't an option, but... was it?
1: He's not auctioning his ego off. Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: Yeah. <laughs> Well, Casper, uh, I, I, what is Casper, what? Okay, I don't even remember what he uh, actually did, so uh, I only know him uh, as Secretary
3: a... of Defense for Reagan, Oh, that's I what he was? Oh. Either Reagan or oh, Bush okay.
2: one. I literally only know him as a funny name that appeared in Bloom County, so, okay, <laughs> that's, that makes... I guess I he was, uh, I guess he actually was more relevant than I thought. I just assumed, though, he's probably some, like, I don't know, circuit court judge or something. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was
1: very well-known at the time, and, uh... Because of, and that strip, uh, he actually owns the original. He wrote to, uh, he wrote to Burke Brethren and asked him, could I have the, the Casper strip?
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so Mad Magazine has been, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, the voice, it's been the voice of youth for, for a long time for, uh, you know, it's a thing that like your parents don't want you to have and therefore you have to have it. Um, or at least it was for a long time. I think. Matt, it sounds like, you know you, because my, my dad gave me Mad, and it sounds like your mom might have been similar, like they yeah, grew up yeah, with it, like and she, so now it was cool she for She gave them. me
3: those, and like at the time I didn't get it, then like I was nine or so, and she went, got me a new issue from the newsstand the grocery store once, and said like, hey I got you this, maybe you'll like this, and that time it clicked and so I asked her to dig out those old issues for me, and mm. you know, okay, but on, of course but she got it. Yeah, but I mean the, the funny thing is is that like, I mean my mom's always been like unexpected in that way. Like like generally like nothing was really forbidden for me for to watch on TV. Like I kind of policed myself there, with the exception that she did not want me watching the uh kids' shows on Trinity Broadcasting Network. The like, you know oh. the the stuff like, you know, Jot or the the weird Christian cartoons and I would just be like, But mom, it's funny <laughs> And she was your just like, it was up? Yeah, yeah." She's like, "I don't want you watching that that brainwashing bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> Damn, your mom's cool, actually. Yeah, here, read this Mad Magazine. <laughs> the
1: other thing my mom didn't want me watching was the Beverly Hills Teens. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? That show rules. Actually, did she? Actually, kind of sucks. <laughs> what? No, it does suck. But that theme song slaps. Yeah, the theme um, song
0: great. <laughs> so
2: wait, why did she not want like you watching Beverly Hills Teens you, of all you things? not want
1: me identifying with all these you know rich kids who buy their way out of problems. Although the point was oh, that actually... they couldn't buy their way out of problems. That was you know that, that was what they were used to, and then and this was the real world where you can't do that. Which, of course, is oh. not how the real world works. You actually can buy your way out of most problems.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I can see your mom's logic on that one. Um, I don't think I was forbidden from any any, any from any media, but I was also, like I said, a huge nerd, so <laughs> I was afraid to consume anything that was, you know, um, slightly ribbled for the longest time. Um, you know. Um, but, Matt... Um, no, no, now it's totally different, you know. Now, now, I, now I love the forbidden now media. You're watching Mad um, Magazine, the TV show, <laughs> that's right. Um, so Mad, uh, I didn't know there was a Mad Magazine TV special. Um, I knew it had a how...
3: couple of different TV shows. Yeah, there, there've been yeah, like, I remember a, few, that. a few attempts to bring Mad TV. Like, um, I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at it, but I sent you some clips from this weird German show that was a that animated Don Martin cartoons. Yeah, that, and
2: that was so German.
3: Yeah, and it's, it like, weird because it's, like, mostly pantomime, but it's, like, pretty good, except they do these, like, weird face contortion things every often, where their tongue flails around for no reason.
2: Uh, yeah, that's like when they can't think of a punchline. They're like, okay, here you go. Uh, Have uh, this tongue-flailing thing. Yeah.
1: yeah I remember that was what... Uh, Matt greening complained about with the uh, anim with the animation on The Simpsons when they were doing it for the with the Tracy Ullman show they were like these people didn't know how to tell a joke in uh, voice so they had the characters eyes you know bugging out and their tongues flailing around they thought they could <laughs> just you know they thought it would improve this joke that we wrote if they had the characters doing a wild take as they as they said it
3: yeah yeah and that's like the weird thing with the Don Martin cartoon is because they do that but it'll just be like kind of weird like there's like one where the framing device is a couple watching TV, and they're just sitting there. What? Like they turn on the TV, like, la 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 la. And, just, and then the next, the next cartoon starts, and then like in the middle of that cartoon, someone goes, la 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 la. and then and then they continue on, and it's just like you. This whole what show are you is doing like
1: here? <laughs>
2: It's yeah, it's very weird. Um I feel like it's actually got the vibe from that Don Martin short was very much like another uh extremely European TV show that I've seen, which I do not remember the I I don't know what the official name for it is. Um uh, when I saw it it was called Ollie's Farukten Farm. Um I think in English it's called Oxtails, but it's it's this basically uh it was based on a comic strip, but it's about a A, a this this ox this anthropomorphic ox he wears overalls and clogs and it's just like wacky gags on his farm where he like you know where he's like oh what if I um uh what if I go scuba diving and I use this like elephant's trunk as a snorkel and then then it cuts to like a parrot laughing at this and then it cuts to like another weird short little joke um, but the the format is very much like this Don Martin show where it's just uh, it's just gags and then reactions of people making weird faces or animals. And in this you know where case, that but...
1: comes from? That comes from laughing.
2: Mm. Oh. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. This, this is that another actually thing that makes we
1: really sense. need to, you know, we need to realize just how huge it was with the American public and how much it shaped the culture as well as uh, reflecting it.
2: Yeah. God, Lord, the seventies
3: sucked. Because I've seen, <laughs> wow, I, I've seen laughing. Oh, oh I, I used to love just... laughing as a kid. I it, <laughs> it, it would play at like three in the morning on Nick and Night, so it, on weekends. So I would always tape it and watch the next day. And like I could tell my parents when I would watch it, they'd be like, uh, "Yeah, good." <laughs> We're watching laughing. Just... Great. <laughs> I,
2: I saw it as an adult, and I'm just like, wait, you mean America America just, like, could not get enough of just, like, <laughs> watching someone say sock it to me and getting hit with a pie? They were like, I could watch this all day. Sock so it, it to just, me? Or <laughs> just like, didn't Nixon go on it? Yeah, that, that's what I was
3: doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> God, what a world. Um, I guess, like, you know, it was the days when they, it was the monoculture. You only had, like, three channels, yeah. so it's like... Yeah, there you go. That's entertainment for you. Um, I,
1: well, I mean, let's not forget that you know where would YouTube be if if there hadn't hadn't been uh, America's funniest home videos to start with?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, I guess. Um, well, the, wor- the world is a very different place than it used to be, yep. and uh, you know, humor doesn't always. Um, You know, humor is is the thing that ages the worst of all things, so, you know, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do? Case in point, yeah,
1: Mad Magazine TV special. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. So, uh, Matt, do you know anything about, like, uh, the genesis of how this came to be,
3: or? Um, A bit. It's one of those things where it was never, like, officially released, so there's a lot of rumor around it. Like, I've heard that it got killed because like the i think it was i think it was originally going to be for abc and i've heard that abc killed it either because they thought it was too crude or what? that they couldn't find sponsors or that oh, the I auto know. their auto sponsors re- objected to the auto manufacturer of the year segment so hmm. i honestly don't know too much of the truth I think it was um, a kind of stealth pilot like sort of a like 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 I don't think they necessarily were ramping up for a series but it was sort of to test the waters more like more like a true pilot gotcha. than a you know but well, it, wasn't, um, it
1: wasn't a holiday special that's what they often do to you know if they really don't intend
3: to do another one but, right you know, right
1: holiday specials do become a series so.
3: Yeah, so I think this one was like if all had gone well, like probably in 75 or so, they probably would have started like an actual series. But again, that's just conjecture. But but yeah, I mean it's it's interesting because of all of the various versions of Mad on TV, it's the most like true to form.
1: Yes. This is Yeah, it, yeah. This feels like they literally just Grabbed an episode of Mad off the shelves and animated it, like they used as many of the original drawings as possible.
3: Yeah, and and I even uh, with a few of the segments, and I'll go into a little bit more detail when we hit them. But there are ones where it's basically the actual magazine script, maybe just like with a little bit edited out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you you can tell. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. But it's it's weird to me too, just because like you know like like you have the uh, more modern attempts like Mad TV and then the Mad Cartoon Network show, yeah, where so much of those seem to be based on what if X was Y, like what if what if Justin Bieber was in that Mel Gibson movie The Beaver, it's The Beaver and he's got a Beaver puppet or whatever, and it's yeah. like. It's so weird to me, like, like Blink Apache, who used to write on Mad TV, will occasionally, like, do things on his Twitter where it's like, call up Mad TV, or get Mad TV on the line, I've got a great idea for, you know, whatever meets whatever. And it's weird to me because the magazine never really did that very much. Like, every once in a while, sure, like, but it wasn't the mainstay you would think it was from Mad TV or mad the cartoon network one
2: yeah yeah so what, like mad tv always was just kind of like basically they're trying to do Saturday Night live yeah, it seems. yeah uh,
1: mad tv was not too different from say uh uh oh god what, what was the one that got it started uh, uh, no not house of buggin that was the first attempt to bring it back
3: oh and, um the oh, in Ivory Wayne's show. What is
1: oh, called? in living. Oh, color. you mean in living color? In living color, yes.
3: Except in living color was yes. yeah, <laughs> <very> good.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I never liked Mad TV. Like as a kid when it first launched, I was still kind of like, eh, "This isn't the magazine." Eh. But as an adult, I've gone back to it, and it's still not the magazine, yeah. but it's also not very funny it's sort of like yeah it's weird to me how many like cool people came out of it like Key and Peel. yeah because Key yeah. and Peel is great and those guys are brilliant and Mad TV wasn't <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I mean that's <laughs> that's, I, what,
1: uh, that's what those sketch comedy shows are for they're, uh, they're incubation for the next uh, comedies, comedy celebrities I mean I never watched all that but a lot of great people came out of all that
3: True, true. Hmm? I'm
1: surprised yeah. that we didn't get more celebrities out of uh, You Can't Do That on Television.
2: I know! Um, oh, yeah. He I got barf mean...
3: from that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's lie, he was probably the biggest star, yeah.
3: Yeah, well, in <laughs> Atlantis.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs>
3: Don't
1: encourage your mother.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I heard
2: that! Um, so this, um... But we also should mention that there was a... This is not... Mad, Mad is also, besides Mad TV and the uh, the animated series and the Mad television special, they also tried to get into movies another time when yes. they did Up the
3: Academy. <laughs> i would never heard of this or before. They, what
1: a terrifying notion.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think buddy, um, it's you're the only one like, of us who's actually seen Up the Academy, so...
2: Yeah, yeah. It's not... Um, I, I, I don't know much about it. I don't. I, they didn't make it. I believe it was a movie that they... They, they they slapped they, their they name like, on in
3: hopes of having yeah. another of having their own animal house. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And apparently, it was not very good. <laughs> um, now, uh, I've I've seen it, but I was like, you know, I was 11 years old when I saw it, and it was like on late night German cable, so it was like dubbed. <laughs> and I just remember it being like, you know, it's like a uh, set in a mil- military academy, so it's basically like a bunch of like, you know, like uh, a bunch of kids. You know, in army uniforms who are like always doing shenanigans and the, you know, and the sergeant is like, oh,
0: rah, 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 you know, <laughs>
2: well, when they, you know, when he falls out of a window or something, because, um, and I do remember one of the main thing I remember is that one of the kids has one of those she cats on. Yeah, yeah, you know what I, mean?
3: I, I still don't get what the deal is with that.
2: yeah i mean i guess they wanted a little more international flavor in this military academy Mm. anyway at the very end for whatever reason um they they're like i think they're trying to they're going to hitchhike away from the academy and the car pulls up but it's like actually the mean sergeant so they have like oh no and they do like a big ending like looney tunes chase into the sunset you know type thing and as they're doing that Standing by the side of the road, also in a military uh, academy uniform, is Alfred E. Newman, with, or a guy, and he's wearing, like, a big rubber Alfred E. Newman mask. And he, like, he, he waves and he turns to the camera, and then a big cartoon word bubble comes out, and it says, What Me Worry? Oh. And as a kid, I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, "Is that because uh, I was like, I had no clue until that moment, and I thought like, oh, is this supposed to be like?' A, I thought it was like just like a joke, like they would put in like airplane, you know, <laughs> where they would like put in random stuff like that. <laughs> I didn't realize until years later, like when I actually read the, I think I read in that the, you know that uh, that big coffee table book about the history of Mad Magazine. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, completely. I think, now, it, I think. that uh, that's the one. Yes, uh, I remember reading that when I was actually in high school." again, in the library, and they mentioned this, and I realized, oh, that's what that movie was. And that's why Alfred E. Newman appears at the end. Um, But, um, yeah, I don't think I've never, uh, other than that time, I've never seen the movie anywhere. It's, It's never popped up in any video rentals, as far as I know. I don't think it's ever even been officially released on video, to be honest. I think
3: there was a VHS at the time, but Mad was so disgusted by the film that they, like, the uh, the VHS version that existed snipped th- all of the ma- references to Matt out. So like the mm. like the bit at the end, and then there's also the military academy has a big statue of Alfred E. Newman for reasons, <laughs> and they snipped <laughs> that what out. What is that statue now? Mad. He oh, he oh. lives in their... or he lived in their offices. I don't know where he is now, but oh, okay. probably in Burbank. But but. But, um, yeah, they, the thing was so bad that, like, in, like, one issue, they had a poster on the inside cover of it, and then in be- between that issue and the next issue, it had come out, and the next issue had a parody of it called Throw- uh, Mad Magazine Resents Throw Up the Academy, <laughs> <laughs> and it was basically all about how terrible the movie was, and how Ron Liebman, who was the star, had the right idea about taking his name off of it. And it ended up with, like, like the writer and the artist who were, I think, Lou Silverstone and Angela Torres took their names off the par- off the parody. And Elfeldstein Feldstein, <laughs> the editor, took his name off of the magazine. And Bill Gaines, the publisher, took his name off the magazine because they were just horrified by it. And it was by um, Robert Downey Sr. And I've seen a few of his other films. And while Putney Swope is legitimately, like, pretty cool and worth watching. The more I've seen of Rod, uh, uh Robert Downey junior or Senior's stuff. It makes me think Putney Swope was a fluke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <What's>
2: <laughs> yeah, man. I, um, I, the thing about it though, is I don't remember this movie being good, but I don't remember it being bad. I just remember it, you know, just being, you know? Mm. It's just it's an incredibly um you know, nor it's it's an incredibly mid film. It's like, yeah. oh, a bunch of kids doing wacky shenanigans in a military academy. It's exactly what it says on the can. This is so the kind it's of the just- movie
1: this is the kind of movie that disappears until somebody discovers that it's the ultimate example of whatever their fetish is.
3: And then, <laughs> whenever, yeah. you search,
1: whenever you search for that particular, you know, <laughs> fetish search term, then you get all this up the academy stuff.
3: And- <laughs> Now I kind of wonder what fetish is in it. <laughs> Sudden
1: appearances from Alfred E. Newman. You know, you <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, That's hot. <laughs> it's basically Up the Academy and the Charlie Brown Mr. Stack story. Oh, and that
3: one episode <laughs> of uh, a Fred Astaire show where he danced in an Alfred E. Newman mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: did, he, did he speak in a word balloon there, too?
3: Like in, uh... I don't think so. I think it was just a, a mask <laughs> like Mac that was and like... <laughs> yeah. We'll be back. (laughs) Yeah, like, honestly, look up the Fred Astaire thing because it's like, this, the mask is like, it's like professional Hollywood grade, but it's still of a cartoon character, so it has this kind of uncanny valley effect. (laughs) Oh, weird.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I think the Mad Magazine TV special represents a more successful attempt to bring the Mad... Brand uh, yes. to the um, uh, motion to the to the animated world. Um,
1: what should
0: it have? Let's find out.
2: Yeah, so I guess should we let, let's look at the the actual I don't Mad. Think there's any other variants special.
1: on Mad to explore?
3: Oh, except for Mad Kids. Did you ever have any issues with that? I never actually saw any issues of Mad Kids, um, but I've like flipped through a little bit online and sort of like, oh, I. I can't believe you guys thought this would work. <laughs> so what Wait, was is it? What it is, is it, like, was what it, like is it mad Adventures? for kids? What was it? Kinda yeah. It was like it was like a, a it, like a kid's version of mad that had games and shit like that in there. Because that's what hmm. you come to to mad for is brain teasers. <laughs> 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 huh. And there actually oh, well, is one I mean, other other bit of media, but we'll get to that uh, in a bit that I'll I'll mention.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, I'll, I mean, I guess kids like brain teasers. So
1: kids like <laughs> things they can draw
2: on. I guess somebody yeah. noticed
1: that. Somebody must have noticed that kids were just using the you know interminably long black and white um, movie parodies in uh, Mad <laughs> Magazine for a coloring book, and they were like, "That's <laughs> it." We'll make a mick, Charlie.
3: <laughs> I do remember they had like yeah. Spy Junior versus Spy Junior, and it was just them like doing minor things because because you know they were wusses and they were like, well, we can't blow up kids. So <laughs> Spy Junior versus they the
1: Spy fly out across the, the room. <laughs>
2: did, did they? Well, in the in the uh, grand tradition of uh, you know, making uh previously adult uh media in, or or not adult media, but adult characters into like babies and cartoons, were the spy juniors wearing diapers?
3: I uh, no, they were like in little like like uh they um, wearing propeller beanies. I think they were actually. <laughs> and that I is... and I remember they had like little like um like T-shirts and shorts, like you'd see on, like I don't know, um, not Tommy Pickles, but someone aged up a little bit more than that, you know. Like, like the I don't fat know, that
1: kid from the Far Side.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> with so a... they
3: weren't even dressed like spies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with a with a I'll bet they had like a slingshot sticking out of their back pocket.
3: I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> And I just remember oh, looking at yeah, it, and I was okay. like, "This is so lame." Even though I know I wasn't the target audience as an adult, but still, <laughs> I think I think I would have like smelled bullshit even as a kid.
0: Yeah. No. Oh, apparently. Can't... Wait
3: a second. So
2: there is so spy. Uh, according to the uh, Mad Magazine wiki, so there's uh, Black Spy Junior and White Spy Junior, but apparently also uh, the Grays They had a Junior Gray Spy too. Oh. What's so. You know?
3: Was she still busty? <laughs>
2: um, I'm, I don't... I'm I'm trying to find images, because I'm curious if they were like, oh, we gotta like... Are we gonna, are we gonna sex down the gray spy, or what? But,
0: um,
2: I'm not finding anything. Um, well, I'm finding fan art, but I don't think this is accurate. Oh, oh <laughs> Yeah. It's it looks too this is a little too anime, I think, to, to yes. represent the actual uh, look of the uh, the, the spot the junior spies. Also, if there's a
1: gray spy junior, that means that anyone who shipped her with the white or black spy was wrong.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, there was a lot of spy versus spy fan fiction, you know. (laughs) So, like, oh, this is my OTP among the three spies. (laughs) There's not that many permutations, really. (laughs) My
1: ex family.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the Mad Magazine television special. There's actually surprisingly no spy versus spy in this one, you know.
1: What there was?
2: Was there? Yeah, Yeah, just oh, there was.
1: Yeah, you would. You would have it happens. A you're more. right.
2: But yeah, yeah no, it was... happens so fast. Okay. Actually, all right. I even...
3: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a really like a brief blackout gag, which is kind of weird because you'd think there'd be more since "Spiders vs. Fly" is such a... "Spy vs. Spy" is such a flagship. Now, but I then again, there was... yeah, there was no Sergio either. Oh, oh,
1: yeah.
3: Mm. Which is really yeah. weird to me because, like, I mean, to Has me, Sergio Aragonés. Oh, loads, actually. Like, uh, he even worked on. um...
1: What am I I saying? Press your luck.
3: No, that's not him. But. Uh um... What do I
1: know? TVs, bloopers, and practical jokes. Practical jokes, yes. Yeah.
3: And he also uh, was a member of the cast of Turn On, going back to Laugh In, which was the attempt to. It was either like a proto Laugh In or the thing that came right after Laugh In to try to cash in on it, you know? And he was actually a member of the cast and did um, sketch or little animated things for those too. But that was like the show that was so bad that most uh, affiliates canceled it in the middle of the show. Oh wow! <laughs> Damn. Ooh. It so, and it's not Sergio's yeah. A bad show. <laughs> oh totally, totally. Like yeah, like the premise of Turn On was that it was like the first comedy show done by computer. and
2: (laughs) okay no (laughs) well I mean I I guess it's like oh computers can be funny
3: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) computer was funny he just put Sergio on and like get rid of the rest of them
0: yeah yeah Mm, mm. have I already Um, told the story
1: on the show about the time that my then girlfriend and I met uh, Sergio Oregonis
2: I don't think so. I don't think so.
1: Okay, we were at, uh, I forget which which convention it was. Uh, it was in Los Angeles around 2000, around the uh, premiere of the uh, of the Clerks cartoon, because that's what we were there to see. We were there to see Kevin Smith. And we also went to a uh, thing where Sergio Aragonis demonstrated his fastest draw in the West uh, thing. So he was there and, uh, oh... What's the name of his his friend that he always works with? I can never remember. Uh, Mark Evanier. Yeah, Mark Evanier was there. He was hosting, and uh, so so Sergio Aragonis was there, and he was in form. He was just he was just doodling away like crazy, and uh, Mark Evanier was coming up with, uh, you know, he was throwing out ideas, and he said, uh, "Okay, does anybody have a like annoying habit of their spouses?" <laughs> and my girlfriend's hands shot up faster <laughs> than anyone else. And she yelled, he snaps his toes for hours. It drives me insane.
0: <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and that got a
1: big laugh. And everyone, I think that sold Sergio on it. So somewhere in Sergio Aragonis's private collection, I don't think he, I, unless he sold it or threw it away, is a picture of me using my bare feet to snap for a waiter at a restaurant and my girlfriend (laughs) burying her face in shame. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. (laughs) We really wanted to buy it, but he was like, yeah, I need you to... I need you to give a hundred dollars to charity, and we didn't have a hundred dollars. He did not want to sell it. He just he just gives it away if you give a hundred dollars to charity because he doesn't want people just uh, grabbing stuff from his to him to resell. And I understand yeah. it, but I wish I could have that picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: wow, that's 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 pretty great though. <laughs> yeah, I feel um. like I should
1: have n- discovered. Uh, recognize the problems developing the relationship at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: that's,
0: that's a bit of a bummer.
3: <laughs> you know, ideas that your relationship might be going bad. Number 363. Your girlfriend gets Sergio Aragones to burn you. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: she's just lucky Don Martin was already dead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Talk about snapping toes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and going scrunch. <laughs> <laughs> Snappy
3: toes uh, well, we... Yep.
2: <laughs> All right, so like what do we got in the Mad Magazine TV special here? Okay.
1: Well, first it has this really kind of overly uh, uh ostentatious opening where it shows the the screen and they just announce everything that you're going to be seeing today. I guess that was the thing in the 70s, but I was kind of surprised when I watched it. And I was like, "Oh, they weren't kidding. This is yeah. like all the stuff they
3: announced." <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the, and, and I, I, I think do it's like the, the, the tenement too. building, not really framing device, I guess, because it never shows up because it's at the end. But yeah, Box. I don't know. It's yeah, yeah it's such a interesting weird idea but i kind of like it anyway
2: yeah it doesn't really it's not something that is connected in any way to the theme of the show um they were just like oh what if we just showed windows and in the windows were the things that we're going to show you it's like well yeah why not i guess (laughs) um because i mean it's like is that supposed to be the mad magazine building i know in If you go to New York, you know you you can because you can send things into the Mad Building in New York, and it's like a big deal if you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I I assumed maybe they were trying to evoke that, but I yeah, the best I can think
3: is that you know since Mad is so New York based, you know, just comedy wise, like it has that kind of New York, New York Jewish sensibility Mm -hmm. that they're sort of going like, okay, here's a tenement. Like you'd find in New York, I guess. Yeah,
2: yeah, that, that, that scans, I think. Um, I mean, especially in the 70s, because in those days, like New York was the place to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the city, and <laughs> so I uh,
1: previews go from window to window showing you what you're going to be seeing.
3: So, does all this take place in the same building? <laughs> Well, I mean, it can't because there's like the the auto manufacturer thing, which is outdoors.
0: So, <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so that, yeah, that's the first thing they do. Is the uh, well, actually, the first I want just before we get into that. The funny thing is when you see at the very end of this sequence where they're introducing everyone.
0: Yeah. Or
2: in the sequence, they do. They have. They say they have mad X ratings, which are going to be <laughs> like this thing where you can see X ray into stuff. And to demonstrate, they have the window. There's, like, a woman just sitting at the window. This is the only thing in this whole sequence that is a normal thing that you would see at a window. Like, she's just sitting at a window. Yeah, and the only original
3: gag, too. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, because they, they do... The X-ray and you see that she's actually got like a gigantic ass that you can't see from you know through the window. And I was like waiting the whole special, like okay, I want to see this again. And then we actually get to that sequence. Yeah, it's, it's original to the intro. They don't replay it later on. So I was kind of like, oh fuck! I oh I was mad later on. It's like too much original content. <laughs> what are you trying to pull here? get uh,
1: uh, X-ray of her kicking her enormous legs, like I'm heavyset.
2: <laughs> yeah she was like I liked that she, when she did that because she was so tickled that she tricked you she was like oh you th- you thought that I was a slender woman yeah. but actually I have a I have a gigantic badonk <laughs> yeah. and uh and it's know, like I like her attitude should, that's what we
1: should redefine trap to mean
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah jokes I mean, on, this, on you the kids kind of like them thick
3: nowadays <laughs> yeah
2: you know, that's the way to be. Uh, I just, just think it's interesting. Um, (laughs) but, uh, uh, at the So yeah, so that part I was like, I'm intrigued. I think I'm going to be on board with this mad, uh, television special. (laughs) I think it's going to be very, very good. Um, at the end of the sequence, you see like a bit where uh, I think it's a Don Martin character is kind of falling. Yeah. And they say mad, yeah, mad magazine, uh, TV special is brought to you by, and they pause. And I a hundred percent thought like, Oh good. We're going to get some fake commercials. To brand new (laughs) products, but I guess that's where they were going to put the actual sponsors. Right, right.
3: Yeah, it'd be, you know, Ford Motor Motor Company and Serutan or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Which is probably like...
0: Yeah.
3: Which, I mean,
2: like you said, Matt, that's probably why their auto manufacturer sponsors got mad. Because the first (laughs) sequence after this is Mad Magazine's Auto Manufacturer of the Year. Which, um... You know, is is rather um, uh, rather biting about uh, you. Might, there, there's some there's some uh, slanderous remarks about American auto manufacturers. It's it's quite shocking they would allow that to yeah, say that kind on television. It,
3: like because I I've i would seen this before, but um, only recently there was a uh, a 2K scan of the original 16 millimeter film. And mm. before then it was like a you know an nth generation v h s that had been posted to YouTube in like one forty four p you know so i and uh, well that's actually one of the things I was telling Ethan about uh before the before the record is that like I actually liked it much better this go around through because I could actually see things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because the original one, you know, because this is actually honestly a beautiful scan and a beautiful print of it, you know, they really it really is, yeah. And so, like, I was like, oh wow, I can actually see shit, and it's actually funny. Yeah. But I watched it on my four K TV; it looked delightful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, um, I but yeah, it's it's pretty now yeah <laughs>
2: big improvement over what was uh available previously um so i i remember these bits a lot being in mad magazine oh, yeah. where it's like mm-hmm. we're going to introduce the so-and-so of the year and it's usually like oh uh, we're going to interview this person and, and it turns out that
3: actually they're very bad at their job <laughs> um, yes they're and, out to scam and, you <laughs> no matter what you yes. what they do <laughs>
2: I mean, you know, and it's like, that's, I, I think that's probably a big reason. I mean, that is like a recurring theme in all of, almost all of Mad Magazine's comedy, is that everyone is trying to scam you. And that's probably why it, it hits so well when you're a teenager. Because it's like, you know that's true, but yeah. nobody's saying it. Yeah, that, that's um, like
3: one of the, the things of the Mad ethos. It's like, I think uh, one of the editors would always say, it's like, the main message behind Mad is that everyone is lying to you, including Mad. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, there's something uh, there is something refreshing about like you know an honest scammer. You know, like when you're when you're being when you're being told like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm in it for the cash. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, I kind of respect that. Yeah. Um, when
1: are we going? to, You know, if some if if Donald Trump had done the two finger salute and said, I am a crook, we, he probably would have <laughs> won in a landslide
2: because <laughs> people honestly yeah people people would be like oh yeah no I like that he's I like that he's honest of being dishonest well, he's still being dishonest yeah well yeah shut up <laughs> you know people will do any yeah but uh this one um uh it's always funny because he's he's got the weird kind of microphone that he's using I don't even know I kept getting distracted by this through this whole sequence.
0: Uh, yeah, the reporters the got of, this
3: weird. The the the, the it's it's kind of like the Bob Barker microphone on on Prices Right. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean that's probably normal for the time period. It just looks weird when I look at it. Like, yeah, what? It like what is that? It
1: looks like he's sucking on a screwdriver. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, this the sequence is. Uh, I actually, um, you know, the the jokes are pretty much like. I think you kind of expect where it's like, "Oh, we're selling a car. Oh, are these cars good? No, they they're crummy, uh, <laughs> black." Um, so you know, a, a little, a little, um, a little broad. But I did, there was a real, I did really like the bit where the guy was talking about. Um, was it, uh, God, uh, Henry Ford, I think? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Henry it?
3: Ford, you know, that that godless communist. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a great, that was a really good joke. Yeah. And, um, I,
2: I feel like that even, you know, um, <laughs> even, even taking out, taking out the fact that, like, you know, that, that, that Henry Ford, you know, being, being a fucking Nazi, it's still a funny, really funny joke, even if he wasn't, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because when, because he's just like, uh, but yeah, because he's like, so you don't believe in Henry Ford? I've never heard of Henry Ford. Well, he says you can uh, by making cars for three hundred dollars, sell you can sell the same one over and over. And this guy is like, well, that's what I associate with godless commies. <laughs> um, so I, I that was pretty funny. Um, but I don't know, like, uh, uh, how how did this work for you guys? Like,
1: um, I was sort of, oh. I was uh, the animation itself is. It's ah, it's hard to describe, because sometimes it looks like Monty Python animation, and sometimes it just looks normal. It's hard to uh, really put your finger on how they animated these characters. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's barely animated, but at the same time, since they seem to be using a comic strip as a... Uh, As their storyboard It's kind of over animated it the same way Because the motion doesn't Actually contribute much If anything to the joke
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah it's like It's interesting because the original uh, Was by George Woodbridge And They do a very good job Of making Woodbridge's Style clear on the TV Like it looks A lot like the original Um like and that's in issue one fifty one for whatever that's worth, you know. Um, yep. And there's like a few, a, a couple of minor differences that are really weird. Like, um, cause oh? you can you can tell in the, in the in the animated version that the, the interviewer is supposed to be Walter Cronkite. Like it's obviously a caric- caricature of Cronkite. And right on the show, he's called. Howard K. Bluntley, which I think is supposed to be like Chet Huntley, like who is an uh, NBC uh, newscaster, but it's still Tronkite And there's also this weird hmm. thing where, like, uh, you know how when uh, not Cronkite and the manufacturer get into the little tiny beetle and it's got a wind up key? Yeah, what was that? That's not in the original. Like I had thought, oh, that's clearly a little bit of chicken fat from the original that's in one panel, but for some reason they decided that they had to keep it going towards but then I went back and looked. There's no wind up key gag at all. So it's just this weird runner that makes no real sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, huh.
2: They just wanted they were like, look, we can add some chicken fat. Yeah, but
1: it it, adds some chicken fat, but it sticks it stays with you. I mean it's not chicken fat if it becomes a detail
3: of the story. Right, right. It's just kind of weird. It's like it's a great sight gag, so let's stay with it forever until it you know, and it's just (laughs) that's not how sight gags are supposed to work.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um that no, that's interesting actually. Um, hmm. Um Cause yeah, most of the others because everything, yeah, it's just kind of, yeah, it's a little um jarring,
3: yeah, yeah, and yeah, and 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 you're right about the like the animation itself being kind of weird because a lot of it really is put into mirroring the look, and I get that because that is like a really good way of signaling this is Mad Magazine, and yes, that runs through the entire special, like you can still for the most part, you can easily tell, oh, this is Woodbridge, this is Bob Clark, this is Don Martin, this is Al Jaffe. And, but, like, Mort Drucker, as we'll, we'll find out later, doesn't quite, his style of art doesn't seem to work as well for for even this level of uh, quote-unquote animation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: animation you know you it's sort of like what uh sort of like what scott mccloud talked about about uh you know having incredibly detailed drawings but also incredibly ornate prose they just don't really go together you have mm-hmm. to form you have to have a sort of happy medium of uh, simple enough drawings and simple enough uh words and and this is an example of you know the animation is way too itself is way too simple because they had to make so much room for the drawings, the artwork.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> some of these other ones work a little better, though, oh, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Uh, any, anything with
1: the Don Martin style, style looks great.
2: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a Don Martin gag right after the the manufacturer. Yeah, the fit. one with the rubber um,
0: ducky
3: or the rubber boy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: not
3: to, um, not to I give actually, away the game but yeah <laughs>
2: yeah oh spoilers yeah um i kind of like the way they animated don martin a little better in this than in the uh don martin show in from germany yeah no blah, blah,
3: blah, blah, at least so
2: yeah like <laughs> i feel uh, i mean yeah for one thing they kind of just they they definitely were like this is this is the gag we're gonna tell the joke and then we're done <laughs> We're not going to linger with weird faces. <laughs>
3: yeah, like I think this one was like the the most padded because it, they there's a bit at the end of this one where it's just sort of like, "Yep, joke's over. What do we do now? Come on, go to the next thing. Go to the next thing." <laughs> I wonder how
1: much. I wonder how much of that is padding so they they can clip over it with a commercial.
3: That might be. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: we don't often watch uh, TV shows in this you know you know pre broadcast form where they haven't (coughs) put any kind of advertising. (coughs) That's always done in post. So Mm -hmm. unless unless you're watching a really old show from the '50s where they break character to talk about food, yeah, Um, (laughs) or or cigarettes, yeah, cigarettes,
2: (laughs) yeah, before they perfected how commercials work Um, (laughs) with Squarespace.
3: (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Psh. Hey, so we should talk about blue apron a
3: little. Uh um, yeah. <laughs> you know. Poison. I really love my mattress. Let me tell you about it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys heard of this thing called Doctor Squatch? It's like a, it's like it's like it's like soap, but for men.
1: <laughs> did you know that, did you know that the average body contains over two point five kilometers of toxic poop?
2: <laughs> oh man Ethan I can see I can see you just wearing a beanie when you say that
1: <laughs> you mean the wool cap kind of beanie or the propeller beanie
2: no no the wool cap oh, like okay. you know like the the, can, oh, okay. the like a, like a Canadian toque I guess yeah, okay. yeah you know <laughs> because doesn't that guy always has a little he has a little, little beanie where he's all like you know how much poop you have in your colon so I don't want that poop oh my God. <laughs> then he's then he's like mm, I've got this great big like thermos full of shit and when people ask me what's in it I say this is shit and this, no it's like mud that's what he said I don't know why I can't remember that one anymore <laughs> anyway uh, Mad Magazine TV special Then this next bit um they do the Mad X-rays, the X-ratings, yeah, X-ray which ratings. is yeah,
1: not, yeah, which is kind of a, po- a tortured pun, but that's Mad Magazine.
2: <laughs> so, um, Matt, this is not this is not Dave
3: Berg. Who this who's, is Bob which Clark. artist is this? Okay, and Duck okay. Edwing wrote um, the gag, So, and again, pretty much all of these are lifted directly from the issue, uh, which is uh, one forty-four. Um, and honestly the the um the 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 fat lady from the intro is also original from not even in the magazine either so that that is like purely original for the special like probably you know one of the only actually original gags for the special <laughs> Wow,
2: wow. I mean, well, you know, it was just she was she was just that good, Exactly, you know, They yeah. had to uh, <laughs>
1: You can tell because she's not uh moving as if she's, you know, slavishly bound to an earlier drawing.
3: <laughs> mm. Yeah, that that's That is a good point, yeah. Yeah, this is a, like the X-Ravings is another one where it's very limited animation and it's a little bit too slow, I think. Just because you have like the setup and then the noise for the x-ray thing and then the x-ray kind of sits there for a little bit and then moves slightly and then then they go to the next one and it sits, zap sit, move slightly (laughs) and so forth but again yeah, Yeah. yeah You know, you
1: know what the animation style really reminds me of is the old Marvel superheroes show. The one where they yeah. used actual, like, Jack Kirby artwork and kind of, you know, space-ghosted it across the screen.
3: Yes, yes. <laughs> well, there's one of those, like, later that's really obvious of the, you know, the, the let's just drag the cut out. <laughs> yeah.
1: The clutch cargo style, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, I mean, the X-Ravings one is, like, it's all right, but I mean, again, like, as a mad fan, I I more, like, I really like how they stuck to the Bob Clark art, but Mm -hmm. it's still a little, it could be a little less lifeless, I think. (laughs) So, do you feel that one of the
1: issues with this is that it was made you know with the intention of being watched by hardcore mad magazine fans and not necessarily anyone else
3: i mean that's kind of the the issue is that like as a as a diehard mad fan i really enjoy it but i don't know like this seems to like i wish it were a little bit more animated or a little bit quicker like, the, the pacing is a little bit off. It's not as off as some things. Like, like one of the ma- my main issues with the Cartoon Network show is that it's that really weird kind of thing that Cartoon Network of that era did a lot in the originals, where it's the really stiff freneticism, where everyone is kind of a cutout, but, like, they'll either, like, stand there and talk a little bit, and then they'll kind of go like, Oh, let's move real fast, let's move real fast! okay, we're cutouts again. And, yeah. and you oh, see that yeah. a lot, I mean, not just in Mad, but like the uh, the Puffy Ami Yumi show that they did around that same time is the same kind of thing. And honestly, that's what kills Teen Titans Go for me is that same kind of thing. And it just, the pacing sucks, but it sucks in a different way. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, th- I thought I knew what you meant, but maybe not. I'm thinking of the original, not the series, the original pilot Johnny Bravo cartoon. Oh! When Johnny when Johnny moves, he's always in a smear. He goes, uh, he's, you know, standing still, smear, standing still, smear. I
3: think, I think that's what they're trying to go for, but since, you know, these ones are all in, like, Flash. Yeah. It's instead of doing it on, because, I mean, Johnny Bravo was actual cell. Yeah. So you could do the smears a lot more and with this it's way more jank because it took tv people a while to figure out how to do flash animation and i mean you had a few people like craig mccracken's um fosters home for imaginary friends was all in flash and it looked great Mm -hmm. but for every mccracken you had about 50 puffy
1: Puffy Ami which my our fr- friend of the podcast Steph Cherwell described as a show where you can absolutely tell that it started
3: life as Untitled Blink One Eighty Two Project. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched that because I liked the band. You know, I I love Puffy, and I was They're just good. like, "What the hell is this? Like, why is one a punk? Have you listened to the records? It's J-pop." <laughs> <laughs> But... but,
2: Well, you know, but yeah, but kids, what are you gonna... You gotta have the contrast between one and the other, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: How how they made me me fat and have red hair. Because
0: you're the comic (laughs) (laughs) relief!
2: Hey, this is Mike, uh, just breaking in to say that uh, we discussed mad mad magazine television special with matt so long that it took up two episodes so we are going to break it up into two episodes so join us next week for the conclusion of our discussion on the mad magazine television special